0: To Reality, a pop culture, current affairs, and LGBT news-oriented panel discussion series that's dedicated to you. Here are your hosts, Dominion Onyx, Carl Anthony, John Sebastian, and Legionnaire. Good evening and welcome to Reality exclusively on Papi Radio. Today is Wednesday, October 5th, 2016, and it's time for another heaping helping of pop culture on demand from your favorite radio station and mine, poppychuloradio.com. Yay! 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 Bang, 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 <laughs> bang, bang.
1: Okay, Pops. <laughs> so how's
0: everyone doing?
1: Oh,
2: we are well. Or as they say, blessed I'm, and
0: highly favored.
1: Uh, no, no, we say blessed and highly flavored, gin flavored oh. these days. But um, I don't like that too. That's <laughs> um, in that classy, I, for me, I'm just glad I had to quit my. I, I quit um, the job I started last month. Why? Because the the woman is insane.
0: Oh well, that's a good reason. What happened? Give us a details well,
1: it you know, you can't treat people like shit, then delay paying them, and then think that they're gonna be, you know, they're gonna wanna sit around and wait for that. Um, that's the first thing. The second thing is I witnessed her throw a team member under the bus mm-hmm. with a client, and that was totally not cool. I mean, literally threw her under the bus and made sure that the tire tracks ran over her. Mm. Um, someone under the bus. And just you can't call me at quarter to eleven, bitching and one and, and hollering and cussing.
0: So you can't um, call me at quarter to eleven at all. <laughs> I mean, y'all. know oh, you. Can g- right. I mean, you can
1: call me at a quarter to eleven if you go to call. But if you gonna call me at a quarter to eleven, you better be having some money in your hand because I'm gonna put on some clothes. Well, yeah, okay, <laughs> so. Um, but I, you know, and and the other part of it is, I'm far too. F- I am 45 years old and I look good don't get it twisted but I uh, um I'm too old to be playing secretary yes and you know not that there's anything wrong with being a 45 year old secretary I can do that job if I have to but I have moved beyond that in my career and I'm you know just I don't have time to be somebody's personal beating personal punching bag Mm -hmm. and she of course had a meltdown when I told her this um, and just is not handling it well oh well so that's yeah yeah, I'm I'm extricating myself from that situation and Mm. she is not pleased you know she's she's turning into she is treating me like she treats her boyfriend and that's kind of my like I'm not your man you know i got a man you know and a man so it's, a- thank you you will slow on the uptake uh, <laughs> but i just i'm like you know girl we no, we can be we can be judy's we can uh go you know we can go shopping and drinking but um you and i no, and she, like i said just the whole the whole her whole attitude has been just skank skank just stank and nasty and so yeah so i'm extricating myself from that and thank goodness my husband's like baby do what you got to do you know that's the that's the blessing in all of this it's like i don't have to do that you know i don't have to put up with that so We'll see how it goes. But yeah, so I'm currently working on church stuff full-time now. I'm being a holy hole.
0: Yeah. Trust me, I understand. Mm -hmm. uh, We've lost the recompete on our contract. But that does, I find, you know, that contract doesn't end until March. But the company that won has been calling me. Well, they called me exactly twice. The first time to talk about some foolishness and then to be like oh so y'all gonna come on board and i'm like non-committal because you know i don't even really want to keep working for tsa like that for one and two they're not talking the right amount of money we can't even have this conversation
1: huh. well i wanted to, to i wanted to work for that company
0: but well the thing is is that they underbid us so we bid, well, I, don't, I don't want to get too deep into it, but we bid four and a half people, they bid five full-time people, and their bid was still a million dollars under ours. Mm. So, so they lowballed the people, so they go, they're, th- and they're, they're in Huntsville, Alabama, so they're thinking they're going to pay Huntsville, Alabama money. I'm like, no, girl, mm-mm. No. If there's not at least... If there's not at least a six at least six digits in your number. We can't even have this conversation. Wow,
2: mm. oh,
1: so, come to helps. call me, I'll take me at five. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't do it, don't go through what I've been through. <laughs> okay, so I want to get paid what you're worth and can't. <laughs>
1: Which is another reason why I am no longer working for that organ for the for that individual. Mm. You can't. You know, if you want somebody to work for you forty hours a week, you can't talk about paying them four hundred dollars a month. Shit. Mm. Right. Or I I'm they, paying you. They
0: do that, I, only thing I can say is, uh, where they do that at.
1: Uh, and not only that. To then say, and I didn't pay my former assistant like that. I paid you out of my pocket. Okay, that's cute.
0: That's your problem, not mine. Man.
1: Not mine. You hired right. me to do a job. Well,
0: Where's actually, my money? That's not your problem. That's her problem. Because if that no, was am assistant accepted, then that's on her. Thank you.
1: Mm-mm, I don't play that way. No. Mm. So, whatever your issue is, I was like, no, no, boo. And you know, and I was really. Because I was, and see the the other thing was, it was only supposed to be, ten hours a week,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you know, ten hours a week, four hundred bucks. I'm sitting at home. I ain't got to put no pants on. It's great, you know. I get to play with the dog. Did you all see the new pictures of me and me and the baby?
0: <laughs> yes. Um, yes, I saw pictures he, of you and the dog. Yes.
1: Listeners, pay Dominion no damned mind. <laughs> So me and my kid, hanging out at home, you know. So yeah, it was. I love those pictures of you and your dog. It was
0: cute. me and my
1: kid. Mm-hmm. Easy, you know you're gonna pee on your ass, right? So oh, wait, you like that? Never mind. So,
0: uh... <laughs> I certainly do not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so, but yeah. So I'm. So I and I'm. I'm so I'm happy with the decision I made. Ooh. So, how y'all
2: doing? I am well. Mm. I don't have no story. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: ain't Everybody got no story. Well
2: I, I ain't got no story. I just got some anger. Oh. What you angry about? Oh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll get into that as as we do our stories.
1: Oh, oh uh, it sookie, sookie now. Oh, shit. Here we go. Right.
2: Well, all right. I have, well, then, I have, you know I have a little bit of, have a little bit of ire in my life right now. All
0: Ooh. right. Well, then, you know what? I feel like we should just get into it. Then. Y'all ready?
1: Let's yeah. do this.
0: All right, then. So first up in the round table, there is a club owner at a club called Eye Candy in Philadelphia who uh, was caught on uh, videotape saying that only niggers ask for drink tickets and that the people... Well, they asked... He said some people ask... You hear someone off camera saying, you know, so-and-so asked for drink tickets. He was like, they must be niggers because only niggers asked for drink tickets. And then... um, You know, at first, there was this organization that, uh, let's see, what is this organization called? Um, uh, Black Power Coalition. I don't even know what they call themselves. But anyway, they were protesting, uh, in the gay neighborhood in Philadelphia, saying that, you know, there was racial, it was racially discriminatory. And, you know, this club and some others had a No Timberlands, um, policy, and other things, and you know, okay. And then, that was before the video came out. Then the video came out, and now he issued an apology. His name is Daryl DiPiano. He said that, you know, it's not representative of who he is, that video was taken three years ago, blah, 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 I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Okay. The
2: video was taken three years
0: ago. Uh. So
1: that makes it okay. All right, then. Okay, girl. So. What y'all think about this? I think that that is some bullshit from the pit of hell. He knew exactly what the hell he was saying, and he meant every word of it. So. Right. Hmm. You know, my eyes don't need to look at no eye candy that bad. Right. I will you know, I will keep my money and that and, and won't ask for a drink ticket since you know I will be classified as beep, motherfucker. Where's Jennifer Please Lewis win. when you need her?
2: <laughs> I know, right? Oh Business has severely dipped. Mm-hmm. No, and you know that karma, honey. That girl, she's vicious. When she that comes bitch you, wears
1: a red she she wears a red dress and high heels and comes yes, for
2: you, baby, When she come for you, she comes for you.
1: Uh, for real, though, not for play play, but
2: for real. That's that's the best I can say. Right? Mm. If, if it was three years ago, then you know what? Maybe you should have handled that
0: shit three years ago. Maybe you just shouldn't have said it. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Whatever, oh, he's that like, too. Not, uh, not for, uh, not to defend this dude, but I'm like, girls, y'all, you know, all of these people that get caught by people that are secretly videotaping are like, y'all need better friends. Right. Hey, hey. because none of my friends, <laughs> have, I mean, if we have a conversation, nothing that we say is going to be like, well, you know, Well, here's the videotape saying that you said exactly this. this? (laughs) (laughs) What kind
1: of friends y'all got?
2: Right. Right. Who is it that you surround yourself with that does shit like
1: that? That's just crazy. I held,
0: if it was three years ago, held on to it for three years. Right.
1: Which tells you that that's a lie. Mm. That, that, unless unless they were purposely setting them up, that's a lie from, again, so. That happened three and a half weeks ago, um, and some piece of tray got a hold of the phone and
0: released it. That's what
2: happened. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs>
0: yeah, because I'm just like, wow, that's, that seems patience p- to have held on to that for three years. That's right. petty on a
1: whole new level. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a petty that I don't even know that I can get behind.
1: <laughs> and I mean, yeah, usually I'm
0: down with petty.
1: <laughs> mm, you, yeah, you you can be petty, Label, every now and then. Every now but, and then,
0: mm, when I when it's required, yeah,
1: you can be petty, Pendergrass. But no, that's a whole that's a level of petty that I not I ain't seen in a
0: long time. Mm-hmm. This is true. Oh well, fuck them. <laughs> I'm not gonna mm-hmm. spend too much, too much time on it. Next up, what and I'm day. bringing this up for day. the reason, not that you all think. So, um, a couple of nights ago, Kim Kardashian was bound, gagged, handcuffed, and held at gunpoint by two masked men posing as police officers in her Paris hotel room. So, um, Kanye West, you know, left his concert in mid... Uh, Mid-song. Mid-sentence, essentially. Yeah. just to go see her. I have thoughts about this story on many levels, but I'd love to hear what you guys think. Is this Hmm. one of the things that provoked your anger? Yes.
2: Yes. And And for a number of reasons. And as much as I would hate to think that someone actually, you know, would have gone through something like this, it feels like a stunt. Yes, it feels and smells like a stunt, and, and I guess that's—I mean—because there are too many things that just don't make sense. Okay, now if you have someone like Kim Kardashian in your hotel or, or, or Kim oh, well, Kardashian,
0: right? Where, where how do you, how Kim do you? Kardashian not, would actually be quite an interesting show. Right? How do you not?
2: Have security that that would that would prevent you from being in the space where you can be bound, gagged, handcuffed, held at gunpoint, and robbed of ten million dollars worth of jewelry. I and 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 again, I, and if and if it, and God forgive me, if it actually happened to her, I think it's horrible. And I am not the person that says, "Oh, well, girl, you know, you brought this on yourself because of your lifestyle." Because you know what, Twitter is out there for everybody to do what the hell they want to do. If they want to flash their jewelry and do all this other kind of shit, you know what? That you know, people have used it for that purpose, and I understand it. But again, I cannot help but feel that this smells like a stunt because at how how does it yeah, it just smells like a stunt. It smells like a stunt.
1: Okay, so I too say it smells like a stunt, comma. Mm-hmm. But my my I am no great Kim K fan. You know, I'm even less of a Kanye fan. But that notwithstanding, if this truly did happen to her, the fact that she has been dehumanized and objectified behind this, it just I mean, and just de- just dehumanized um, makes me stand up for her. Like I said, I am no big Kim K fan, mm-hmm. but, you know, when people are saying things like they should have killed her, we don't need a hoe anymore or. Right. Holy shit. And they didn't try to get no ass. She's a hoe. They would have whipped out them dicks. She would have right. been OK. You know, um, they, you know, the fact that so and James Corden, who I absolutely adore, said it this. It's like, you know, no matter what you may think of her, she is still a woman. She is still a wife. she's still a mother. She is still a daughter. She is still a sister. You know, she is still a human. You know, no matter how, no matter what you may think of her, her, her antics and, and her, her public behavior, she is still somebody's child. She is right. still somebody's mother. And if this did happen to her, you know, the fact that people are saying, are wishing that she had been raped. Right. Is right. Is horrible. It's just yes. horrible. And it just, it just, it just, it it makes me physically ill To think that people are Celebrating and, and encouraging it, A it, woman uh, to be Sexually assaulted Because and, and, you don't like her
2: Right and that's the part that makes me Angry because I am not I am so Not a fan of the Cardassians But the fact that I have to be In a position to Defend her Angers me Right. But I cannot help but say that, hey, as 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 vapid as I think she is, she does not deserve. She did not deserve to get the kind of response that she got out of that, even if it was a stunt, you know, Thank to say you. that, oh, she should have been. Oh, they should have tried to get some ass and, you know, that kind of stuff that that's taken it to a level that it doesn't need to get to. Right. I, and mm-hmm. I just, you know, and that just I was like, wow, really? <laughs> Really.
1: But it also, I think, just shows how society thinks about women, no matter what I think about her and her antics, Kim Kardashian is a powerful woman. Mm -hmm. And many, many, many men are threatened by powerful women. And this just shows how these little boys have to respond to a woman that they cannot control, who is, again, I may not like it, but she is. She fully controls her sexual agency. Mm-hmm. I, that is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what I may think about it and how I think she, she may exploit it, it is hers to exploit. Yep. And when men can't control that, they say things like, you know, maybe she should have been raped. Which is just beyond the pale for me, just beyond.
0: Well, it's also, um, so I have a couple of things. I feel exactly the way that you all do, uh, that you know, I'm pissed that I'm now forced to be in a position to defend this chick, you know, and, um, I think Carl Lagerfeld said it best, though, and this sort of gets to my point. It's like, girl, if you are on Instagram and everything else, flaunting your wealth, you know, what did you expect? If you put no barriers on your personal life, you know, and you're flaunting this, 10, you know, this, you know, $4.5 20 20 million dollars. Right. Was, you know, then, you know, maybe you... Clearly, she didn't deserve to be bound and gagged and possibly be in fear of her life. But don't this chick live in Southern California?
1: She was in Paris for Fashion Week. Yeah.
0: I, that was my question.
1: Don't yeah, she, she live knows. in
0: Southern California? She does. Yes. yes. Who would have to $14 million worth of jewelry?
1: Well, when going well, to. Well, when. You know,
2: when when going to Fashion Week and being seen, you know, I I, I get that I, I do. I mean, do I think it's extravagant? Absolutely, but. It's 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 the world. It's the world in the circles that she travels in. So I, that doesn't surprise me that she happens that she happened to have ten million dollars with the jewelry owner. I mean, like you said, she was there for
0: fashion week. So she it was, was all about there for fashion week. She isn't a designer. She isn't even the shitty designer like her husband is. She was just <laughs> someone sitting in the audience. And if she all she needed to do was go to the local jacob the jeweler or wherever you know rich vapid people go to buy jewelry these days and ask to borrow some shit It that's why it all seems like a stunt to me because who the fuck travels with 14 million dollars i mean yes do you travel maybe with your wedding ring even though if i had a wedding ring worth that much, there's no way that i would travel with it just because you know Anybody, you know, you accidentally sit that shit down in the airport lobby, you know, because rich people steal, too. You best believe you sitting (laughs) in the Delta Sounds and you leave a bag worth $14 million uh, on the um, thing while you run to the restroom, that that bag will be gone when you get back. (laughs) Don't think that because everybody in there has a Platinum American Express that the hoes won't steal or your jewels. So that just doesn't why it doesn't ring true to me because that just doesn't make sense to travel with that kind of cash, that kind of money, you know, on them. That's why I always uh, uh, cast a side eye on any rich person. Is like, yeah, someone stole forty thousand dollars worth of watches out of Usher's car. Why are you carrying forty thousand dollars worth of watches in your car? Because
1: part of that is because they don't think that they're going to get robbed. Mm-hmm. The other part of that, is, I mean, I think when I think of traveling with jewelry, I always think of the late Dame Elizabeth Taylor,
0: mm-hmm.
1: who traveled with millions
0: and of sacuri. dollars of
1: baubles and, and security. And and see, that's the thing. You said mm-hmm. you just said something very interesting. Security. Look at, mm-hmm. I mean, the fact, the fact I that did we are discussing
0: Security. I said security.
1: <laughs> so for those ethnic people in the audience,
0: <laughs>
1: he said that for you. For the rest of us, she traveled with security and ended. Uh, uh, but so I mean, and you talk about security. And I was watching. I was watching one of the the television entertainment shows, and they were saying that she only really travels with one bodyguard. And that night, that bodyguard was protecting her sisters. Mm-hmm. But you know, but I'm thinking the the, the apartment building slash hotel slash uh, no, do drop in that she was staying at had poor security as well.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: you know, oh, reports a- have come in.
0: Oh not having great security, but it's a place where it doesn't... It I think the presumption is that they don't need to provide security because it's a place where lots of rich people stay. So the rich people bring provide their own. their own security.
1: Right. You, I do think it does have a stuntish, stuntish quality to the story. Uh, but even as a stunt... The, you know, no one deserves to 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 have to have people say they should be sexually assaulted because you don't like them. Right. I, I think that, you know, beyond, you know, stunts, stunts and shows aside, because, you know, the kids will give you a stunt and show. Um, She is still a human being right. and she does, you know, and she deserves not to be sexually assaulted, no right. matter how much you dislike her.
0: Right. The fame of the Kardash- Kardashians is more of a critique and a comment on society than it is a comment on them. How about that? mm mm-hmm. so. How about that? Yes. All right, then. So <laughs> next up, introducing the world's first sex toy designed specifically for transgender men so buck angel who you may or may not know is one of the most famous transgender men in the world he's actually a transgender man uh male porn star and he created uh the buck off uh it's designed for the unique genitalia of uh trans men and i had to read this article because i was like unique genitalia i was like what the fuck is he talking about Mhm. 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 So apparently, and I am not trying to be funny about this because I no. was literally like, I thought I knew these things, but apparently there's all class of shit that I'm missing. You know, mm-hmm. but I'm not missing anything. No. Uh, no. So <laughs> due to HRT hormone replacement therapy, the clitoris gets enlarged, and you know is treated like a penis (laughs) so Mm -hmm. but it's you know no shade but it's not penis sized so most jack-off toys that a man even a man who has a small penis might buy would be way too big for most uh, trans men's penis so this is a stroker designed specifically to fit that uh that organ so i just was like what right now you read something and you are like what i'm like see men have all the same holes that other people do what are you talking about (laughs) i just was i was missing something i have discovered i've watched a couple there is a whole uh, a porn company called bonus hole boys and it's uh transgender men and you know so you know just like any uh, and it's usually it's i don't know that it's exclusively man on man but you know they're boys with a bonus hole is how they're you know positioning themselves in the market so i was just like what is what is a a sex toy specifically for trans men so okay now we know the more you know rainbows yes
1: and I'm I'm happy that they can get it in too. Yes,
2: it, it, yes. <laughs> <I> mean,
1: <that's... laughs> okay, that did yeah. that come out the way I intended it to? It, but um, God, you know, so for about thirty seconds, about four years ago, uh, I, let me just say, Buck Angel intrigues me.
2: Oh mm. yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I get, it. And, I, and I totally you get, get it.
2: it. I mean, okay. I've, I had, he, yes. He's okay. a hot. He's a hot man. I, yes. There, I'm going to say it. Thank you. He okay. He's a hot man. <laughs>
1: um, and it's funny because he was the second FTM person that I that actually turned my head. The first was. In, all, in, of all places, seminary. And um I was walking down the hallway in my building, and I see this man, I mean, and he was kind of fine. I was like, well, hey, how you doing, you know? And I'm talking to him, and you know, like many gay men in central Pennsylvania, he, hot body, but light voice. And I was like, okay, that's not, you know, it is what it is. Um, I don't have exactly the butcher's voice in America either, but, um, that was like, but you know, he kind of hot, you know, and balding and was balding. That was the thing literally like had a recess, like male pattern balding. And I go to class the next day and he signs up and he says, hi, my name is Roger, but I was born Regina. and I I I, I was like okay I just like got real real excited about a man that you yeah I, I had to process that thing I had to process that thing I was like you know what kind and then I realized of course that because of the hormones and blah 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 he was giving off the right hormones.
2: Yeah,
1: I was like, my God! Um, but you know, I I let that go. But it was like, damn, how you doing? You know, <laughs> it, it just it, it threw it. I swear, for God, it threw me off. It threw me off. Um, and the thing is, nobody. I mean, unless he tells you, you would never know. Yeah, he looks like he looks like a middle-aged. So he is a middle-aged man with a you know with a bald spot and a hot wife. I mean got blonde got blonde chili the wife. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh. And, and you know, of course, then your mind starts to do the calculations and the one, you know, it's like, well, hot and who and okay. Yeah, I'd, yeah. Buck Angel is a hot man. It, it, yes, okay. Thank you for, thank you for giving <laughs> verbiage. <to him. laughs>
2: yeah, because it's, you know, it, it's, it's hard to, you know, cause you, you get, it's one of those moments where you really truly get, well, not totally past but you move beyond the genitals and it's like, well, damn.
1: <laughs> I he, did see him he, on Howard Stern though. Mm-hmm. I saw him, and actually, it was it was he was on Howard Stern, and he actually rode a a uh, like a a, a a sex bull or something, and I mean gave him gave himself one of fifth orgasm on the show, and wow. you got to see everything.
2: Mm.
1: Well, I've I've
2: <laughs> seen him in. I've seen him, and, you know, I've seen his his films, so.
1: Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. One or two. One or two, yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. For research purposes. Well, you know. No. No. No, (laughs)
1: because it
2: was hot. No. No, it it happened to be hot.
0: (laughs) I'm just, I'm going to keep it He's going to own it. He's going to own it. Yes. going to
1: own that. Yes.
0: Oh, while you all were talking, I just watched a demonstration video of it. Oh, wow. There's a video. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, if you go to the link, it's on the Huffington Post. Uh, Actually, Uh if you just go to Pornhub and then search for "buck off FTM stroker trans man masturbation. So if you just Google any of those terms on Pornhub, then you'll come up and you'll see what it looks like and you'll see him using it i'm like oh well it's oh well there you go Mm.
1: (laughs) and you don't even have to fit again just type in buck and Mm, oh right yes oh dear (laughs) okay
0: (laughs) found it
1: found it (laughs)
0: <laughs> well good so i we, we i feel we talked this one to death so yes we, we did <laughs> we,
1: we did we did we, yes. we explored so, that
0: so you know what uh we are a little over on this segment so let's just jump jump right into hot topics and legionnaire you're up first with later ali and some bullshit
2: yeah, yeah, Layla Ali, Layla Ali, okay, let me make sure I have uh, get to my notes. Yes, in a uh, story in the Chicago Defender, Layla Ali decides that she is not going to support the Black Lives Matter movement. And here in the, in the article, and again, is in the Chicago in a complete 100 80-degree reversal for what her legendary father stood for, Leila Ali, the daughter of otherworldly icon Muhammad Ali, says she refuses to post anything online to support Black Lives Movement out of fear of losing her sponsors and endorsements. She sat down with the Huffington Post to share her thoughts on a number of subjects, including her sentiments of the BLM. By me not posting, it doesn't mean that Black Lives don't matter, she said. To me, it's obvious that Black Lives Matter. And then I'm like, what is posting going to do? What is speaking out going to do? She believes that she will lose out on endorsements and alienate her 3 million Facebook fans if she speaks out on the Black Black Lives Matter movement. Yes, Black Lives Matter. Yes, White Lives Matter. Asian Lives Matter. All lives matter, she said. And that's kind of what my focus is. But it's hard, you know. You got sponsors and you got this and you got that. And you don't want to step on anybody's toes. And you're trying to be politically correct but trying to uplift your people yeah and um, you know there were people that weren't feeling it Mm -hmm. there were definitely definitely people that weren't feeling that especially given who her father was given the the stances and um things that her father did in his life to try and be uplifting to people of color uh african american people in particular um so yeah it was um it was kind of a sad thing it was kind of a sad place to hear her be um for for my money you know it would have been far better for her not to say anything Right, if, right. If, that, if that's what she, if that was going to be her stance, then it's better just to say nothing. Right. That, and, that, and that's how I feel. What, what, what say my, my brothers here?
1: Whenever you put money over principle, you're going to lose. Right. Every time. Every time. You know, you'd have done, like you said, uh, she would have done better than to, to just say nothing. Than than to admit that her principle that that money is more important to her than um, standing up for what's right.
2: Exactly. Because that's how it reads. Those are the optics. No, and there's that's... no, and she can't. She,
0: you can't spin that. No. That's, that's exactly. Uh... That's exactly. She should have just said nothing because, first of all, who is sponsoring Layla Ali to do what? Right. That's my first question.
2: There is,
0: you know, only people that I would see sponsoring her is just for me perms. You know, because <laughs> her hair is laid in that picture. That's some bone straight. <laughs> that is some bone straight right there. But you know, I'm just like girl. You realize Stop. that you got black children. Right. Right. But, you know, when
1: money is more important to you than principle, that's this is what ensues. Right.
0: Ah, oh well, fuck. All right.
1: <laughs> well, you know,
0: as always, uh, we say we're gonna save a big part of the time here so that we can talk about the politicals. So, down there at the, one of the other A&M universities, Prairie View A&M University, a white student, apparently named Brooke, angered Mm -hmm. thousands when she posted a snap story in which she appeared in blackface saying, quote, when you just trying to fit in at your HBCU.
2: becky becky becky
1: sometimes
2: shame on you girl yes that's that's probably the kindest thing i can probably say to that right right at this moment
0: you know how awkward that conversation was in the calf the next day. <laughs> you know, the whole got quiet. You know, everybody sitting oh, and right. eating, and then this bitch walking. Everybody's like, "That bitch is right
2: there." Right. Ooh, Becky girl, really? What? What? whatever made you believe that that was a good idea
0: somebody told her it was idea is that you know she got cool with a few of the chicks on the yard that's in her dorm you know they were like well this girl is here you know we're gonna be polite you know we shall overcome and all this shit and she listened to rap music, and the first time she said "nigger," and they let it slip. And it was like it's just music, you know, it's all good. We're not thinking. <laughs> then she thought this. She, she started. She started to forget where she was and forget Rocking. who she was in the I greatest know. things. And then, you know, she took that shit too far. Mm-hmm. That's what she did. <laughs> so that's what happened.
1: For real. That is exactly what happened. Her, um, go, no, go ahead. And, and you know, Darnell, yeah, because she dated Darnell. She thought of she course. could get away with that. You right. Know, so well, Darnell said it's okay for me to say it. Darnell
0: because wants to fuck you. So Darnell is gonna let you say whatever you want as long <laughs> as you keep sucking <laughs> that dick and giving up that pussy. I'm sorry, Pussy. <laughs> I'm sorry if that sounds crude, but it is what it is.
1: It is what it is, especially if she's at HBCU. Right. Mm. The Pickens is
0: what the Pickens is. You (laughs) You you get what? And you know, uh, Darnell probably likes white girls, and he got the only white girl on campus. And you know, she occasionally he probably lets her call him nigger doing sex and other shit and you know she talks about his big black cock big and black cock and, right, <laughs> and so all of that shit is cool and she forgot you know what's cool with sex play with her and Darnell don't work for everybody else on campus and certainly don't work for everybody that don't go to Prairie View mm. right oh well everybody else you're just some white girl that came named Brooke of all things that came out the pocket
1: mmm and came out the pocket wrong,
0: all oh, wrong, real wrong. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Lord, M-R-C- Talk to Rachel your dollars <laughs> all or something. I mean, you know, you got to learn how to fit it in. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Can we trade Rachel for uh, Layla? <laughs>
0: Right, yeah I know the the, the the shade part is is that in a lot of ways Rachel Dolezal is down for the cause and a lot of Negroes. <laughs> right. What, right,
2: exactly.
0: Like right. that's that. We
1: the that's
0: we the Negro Trade
1: Co- uh, Commission would like to trade <laughs> Layla for Rachel. At least we that's know Rachel know how to do Right, hair. and she
0: Rachel to know how grateful. to do hair. Yeah. We would never have to ask her to do that. She would never do anything to embarrass us. You know, she wouldn't no. say nothing ridiculous.
1: I mean, she was already the president of the NAACP. Right. Right. So, it ain't like she don't know. She, she, she is down for the cause. Oh, yes. Oh, well. Layla has di- I think she's done some real damage to her brand, too, so...
0: What we'll see how this I'm like, who is bo- what is this bit selling?
1: <laughs> when I say her her name, her name. She is still a boxer, her name. Uh, or she retired? She, ain't a boxer? she, she retired? retired? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. shit. I don't Okay, you know That's what? I'm
0: like, who is what is people what are people uh mm. what is what are these endorsements that she has? Although I mean, you know, a lot of people have endorsements. I mean, you know, but okay but I, uh, I, I don't know I, look I, I
1: don't know Uh, l- look watch how about we google it Rachel uh, Rachel oh lord that was shady <laughs> Layla Ali endorsements <laughs> and actually there's a google search for that Um, and it's funny Dominion what did you say she should uh, she should be endorsing just for me Well, she has a line of ethnic beauty products.
0: Mm. (laughs) Her own line, or somebody is paying her for it.
1: (laughs) Layla Ali launches line of beauty products, so it's her name on it. Um, but it looks like it's her Layla Ali Beauty Products. Mm. Yeah. Well, all I know is she got a good perm. Um. But uh, BET, of course, is giving her. I love it. BET. The irony of saying uh, Layla Ali doesn't want to lose endorsements so she doesn't support Black Lives Matter. Um, But like I said, the only thing I see is her, um, the only thing I see she she has is her hair products. That's all I see. So, oh well. So much for that.
0: I was trying to help sister out. I really was. Fuck them. Fuck them. All right, now. Time for politics, John Sebastian. First up, let's get into this uh, vice presidential debate. Who do you think won?
1: Well, based on
0: what I saw from
1: a stylistic perspective, Mike Pence. Um, From a substantive perspective, Tim Kaine. So I have to call it a draw.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Because As much as I love my senator, he came, there are some some schools of thought that are saying that he did exactly what they wanted him to do, which was to come out and do all the stuff that Hillary could not do. Uh, But he also, and I love Tim Kaine, I think, you know, he's a little on the boring side, which is why I like him. Um, But he came off like a chihuahua with ADHD. Hmm. Uh, It was just all over the place. Um, Mike Pence, um, who I I give credit, you know, psychopaths can be very very calm and charming, um, yeah. and I'm not saying that he's a psychopath, but I am saying that he was I charming. Am. Okay, so as long as one of us is saying it, uh, but he came off, he he almost came off as normal, which was frightening, um, to the point that you know it's, you know, when you have to, the fact that he lied. And lied and, and lied convincingly. He lied so convincingly that I almost believed his lies.
2: Mm.
1: You know, when he you know when they said, Well, you know, Donald Trump said XYZ. No, he didn't say that. And I and, and I really at one point went, wait a minute, did he say that? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, that that that's a good psychopath. I mean, that's how you know. That they have their game down. Um, but um, like I said, Tim Kaine had Tim Kane had plant. He had substance. He had details. Mike Pence had style and fluff. What do you all think about the debate?
2: Um, I would have to agree. I mean, I you know I thought I felt that uh, I felt that came was a little more aggressive than i was comfortable with so that didn't sit all that well with me but but again it, it also was very uh <laughs> telling that he did get he did kind of keep um uh, pence on the on the offensive on the defensive you know and and it just ended up making him look foolish to me because it's like okay you're sitting here insisting that he didn't say those things when you know he's quoting exactly what he said so you know it's like um you know he he tried his best to kind of steer away from it but you know by insisting you know by, by your regular responses that you know oh he didn't say that oh that's not what he said he didn't say that at all it's like uh... Girl, okay, do you really know who it is that you are running with or what?
1: You know, to that end, some were saying that this was a way of preparing him for the 2020 election. Um what do you think about that? I
2: you know what? I actually I actually understand that, given the way that he answered. And addressed a lot of the things that they talked about that make there there's some level of sense that that makes to me because you know if 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 god forbid he should happen to win then he certainly has himself in a place where you know hell th- this fool is not going to get reelected. i would certainly hope but uh you know you but but again i mean even if donald trump doesn't win he's definitely placing himself in a position where hey come 2020 You've already, you guys have already seen who I am and what I do. You know, check it out. Yeah,
0: I um, I think they both played to considering the fact that you know no one other than us and you know the cable news network uh, hosts really watched this debate super deep. Um. They played to who they, to their base. You know, people wanted not that people didn't think that Hillary did a good job, but they everybody knows that Hillary can't come out and say the things like no one. No one is suggesting in the aftermath of this that Tim Kaine is can could never be president. If Hillary had you know attacked in this way, she would have just been like, see. She's rabid. She has no control. You know, she's 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 going back through menopause and she's having a period again. You know, she can't be trusted with the nuclear weapons. So Tim Kaine did exactly what he needed to do, which was set up three weeks worth of commercials where all they do is show Mike Pence saying. He didn't say this. He didn't do this. Split screen with Donald Trump (laughs) and Mike Pence doing exactly what it is that they said that they
1: didn't do. Exactly.
0: So I think it was perfect. I don't think I think because it did seem weird to me that I was like, this isn't I mean, not that I'm really super familiar with Tim Kaine, but that sort of energetic kind of person. Didn't seem to be the guy that we knew. All of this. That's time. Not the, I will say that right. he was he yeah. was prepared for the gods. So that's why I feel like it was all an act, which mm-hmm. is fine because it accomplished exactly what that act was supposed to be, which was drawing Mike Pence into a ton of contradictions that he could not get get out of. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. So, what do
1: you think about this being like a a setup for 2020?
0: I don't listen. We got to get through this one first. (laughs) There is no, you know, every time we say an election is the most critical one, uh, you know, the next one ends up being the most young people always are tired of hearing that, but fucking grow up. Every election is important for different reasons. Mm. So, if uh, Mike Pence runs in 2020, it's going to be just as critical that we not elect him, but for perhaps not as different, for not the same reasons that, uh, that he ran for this time. And if he did, you could bring up these same commercials and say either Mike Pence is a moron mm. for not cool. knowing the person that he was running with, or he is a calculating political animal who put the put his own personal ambition ahead of the needs of the country by choosing to run with a man who was clearly insane <laughs> <laughs> so i i look, i call it the reagan paradox so when reagan was like so either you're incompetent as a president or you're senile
1: right or so both. which is it <laughs> Uh, let's, not, let's not get rid of the and in this um, But To that point Speaking of ambition and Lies and I didn't do it but I did it So in the last Week um, Actually it was A brilliant stroke of of Media On Saturday evening Of last week The New York Times well, It was released that Donald Trump Declared a $916 million loss on his 1995 income tax returns, a tax deduction so substantial that it would have allowed him to legally avoid paying any federal income taxes for up to 18 years. Um, According to the Times, the 1995 tax records, never before disclosed, revealed the extraordinary tax benefits that Mr. Trump derived from the financial wreckage he left behind in the early 1990s through mismanagement of three Atlantic City casinos, his ill-fated foray into the airline business, and his ill-timed purchase of the Plaza Hotel in Manhattan. Uh, Tax experts hired by the Times to analyze Mr. Trump's 1995 records said that the tax rules, especially advantageous to wealthy filers, would have allowed Mr. Trump to use his nine hundred and sixteen million dollar loss to cancel out an equivalent amount of taxable income over an 18 year period. Translation, he gets to take a 50 million dollar loss. Well, better yet, let me I'm sorry. Uh, He does not have to declare the first 50 million dollars of income. For 18 years, right. um, he, the 916 million dollar loss certainly would have eliminated any federal income taxes Mr. Trump otherwise would have owed on the 50 to 100 thousand dollars he was paid for each episode of The Apprentice, or the roughly $45 million he was paid between 1995 and 2009 when he was chairman or chief executive of the publicly traded company he created to assume ownership of his troubled Atlantic City casinos. Ordinary investors in the new company, meanwhile, saw the value of their shares plunge to $0.17 from $35.50, while scores of contractors went unpaid for work on Mr. Trump's casinos and casino bondholders received pennies on the dollar. Um blah, 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 blah. But in the midst of this, um, <laughs> someone from the Trump campaign said the following. This is not true. And if it is, someone at the New York Times should be arrested. Um, the last thing is, while Trump did not pay taxes and Trump did not re- release this, there is a common uh, train of thought that the other filer on this tax return one Marla Maples, uh, Trump at the time, sent this out. I'm not going to say she did. I'm not going to say she didn't. But what I am going to say is it was brilliant timing. Mm-hmm. What do you all think about that? I,
2: I found that very interesting timing.
1: <laughs>
2: I, was like, I was like, oh, well, now spare special. Oh, God! because again, people I, I think the thing that I find hilarious is that, you know, people are talking about how, well, that just makes him a smart businessman because he was able to use that loss and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, OK. But you're talking about a man who touts himself as this this wonderful businessman and all this, that and the other, and how he was smart to use the tax laws. But look what else he did in conjunction to that. This was right. due to mismanagement of of the casinos and the things that he has owned, the the ill advised purchases of, okay. of, of property. And, and and behind that to you know not pay his debts to people that have done the work work for him you know huh. shares of his of his stocks plunged you know so while yes it worked out for him it certainly didn't work out for his stockholders so yeah, how how again is that really translated to him doing wonderful things for the country how am, I that miss- and, am, am, am i missing something
0: because right.
2: I, I don't I don't claim i I do not claim to be an expert on things but I can there's certain things that I could put together you know in in the in the logic in the logical sequence of events and that just doesn't add up to me
1: yeah. Dominion
0: let us start <laughs> by going to line six of the tax return. Let's go there. <laughs> the number that you yeah. will see on line six is $3,427,092. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: That is the amount of money he made as a business person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the year 1995. Now... If you or I were um, in 1995, and we had made $3,472,092, we would be jumping for joy.
1: Child,
0: yes. (laughs) You know how I love to do calculations? Yes. Yes. Look. 1 billion dollars, just assume if he only had 1 billion dollars times 0.02. 2%. 2%. That's what you earned at the time. You were earning you could have earned more than that just by having a CD in the bank. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Two percent of one billion dollars is 20 million dollars. So from his businesses in one year, he did not even make enough to cover interest. the amount of interest that you could have made by putting a similar amount of money into a bank. Now, this is a ridiculous calculation because one would never just put a oh, billion dollars into a single account. But my point is, is that if your claim to fame is your business acumen, <laughs> I would expect that you would have made more than three $3.5 million in one calendar year. That's not, I mean, it's people right now. I was just reading an article on DList.com. They pay Judge Judy $47 million a year to host that show. Hmm. <laughs> You know the kids that the kids that do twenty-two episodes a year, The Big Bang Theory, make twenty-two million dollars a year from that show, and all they have to do is sit on the show and act stupid all uh, for uh, twenty-two minutes. <laughs> so, you know, this whole "I'm a great businessman" thing is is not it. It's also not a, a um um him i mean i guess yes i guess yes it is smart that he was able to um to do this but i you never trust a man that says i have gained the system all of these years to my advantage to my huge advantage because this isn't some hey you know i used to um steal people's identities, but now I've turned my life over to God, so I'm going to tell you how not to get your identity stolen. This is not that. No, not at all. Right. So there's nothing that says he is in any position or has any impetus to change the tax laws to such a way that would uh, benefit others. The truest example of that is how he is using this whole political process. Mm-hmm. And again, he is not. This this man is not doing anything illegal. It's probably right. improper if you want to be the president, but it's right. not illegal. He no. is using instead of using um, a public uh, jet like Hillary Clinton does, he is renting a plane that he owns. So, the taxpayers are essentially paying for the upkeep and maintenance of his own private jet. Mm -hmm. When he has press conferences and other things at his own facilities, um, you know, he charges. There's food that needs to be bought, people that need to be paid, all sorts of stuff that happens. Most people would think that, oh, people would assume that that money, is, um, that money is coming out of the campaign coffers which it should but mm. the difference between him and Hillary Clinton is that they're not holding press conferences at their um, Westchester house and then charging you for the services of their maid and their butler and food <laughs> and oh yeah by the way adding a markup on top of that so therefore we're actually paying Donald Trump income because he's yeah. not charging us, I guarantee you, he's not charging us the market rate that it costs. You know, if pa- Pablo as so racist, <laughs> but Pablo's <laughs> services, you know, <laughs> as the chief cook and bottle washer, let's say, is a hundred dollars an hour. He is not charging the his campaign a hundred dollars an hour. He's charging $250 an hour, which has not only Pablo's labor burden, but a built-in profit margin. So he's making profit off of having his own self-serving events at his property. Mm. So is any of this illegal? No. Mm. But is it tacky and not becoming of someone who wants to be president? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So he has exactly. no impetus and has shown in, no inclination to do the right thing when people are looking.
2: Right. People
0: are looking at him, and the reason that Mar- he he because he thinks that no everyone is afraid of him. You know, Marla's, Marla Marla May just like yeah, whatever.
1: Right, right.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. what All right, girl. <laughs> so you know, so. Whatever. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah. Next up. <laughs> <laughs> I This one we should file under stupid is as stupid does. Um, Congress now blaming President Obama for its embarrassing override of, of his veto. So last week, last Wednesday, um, Congress... In a streak of genius not seen since Sarah Palin stood on a stage and served word salad, um, passed a law. Uh, they, they overturn. They 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 over. They they overturned a veto that the president gave around a, a, a bill that would allow uh, United States citizens to sue Saudi Arabia regarding nine eleven um the just the justice against sponsors of terrorism act allows victims of the 9-11 attacks to sue the kingdom of saudi arabia for its alleged but unproven support of the hijackers who flew the planes into into the world trade center at the pentagon um opponents had argued that the bill was caving into conspiracy theorists and it would raise the specter of other nations hauling the united states into court for things it actually does such as killing civilians in drone strikes White House called the override the single most embarrassing thing the United States has done in decades. Um, Even 28 lawmakers who had just helped pass the first override of the Obama presidency sent a letter to their own leaders saying that maybe there should be changes. So with that, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky leveled at least partial blame on Obama that was a good example it seems to me of a failure to communicate early about the potential consequences of a piece of legislation by the time everyone seemed to focus on some potential consequences of it members had already taken a position i think it was just a ball dropped mcconnell added i wish the president i hate to blame everything on him and i don't but it would have been helpful had he uh we had a discussion about this much earlier than last week uh, <laughs> Senator, uh, Senate Republican Whip John Cornyn of Texas, a sponsor of the bill, was harsher. Uh, he said, what's so remarkable to me is the detachment of this White House from anything to do with the legislative process. They were basically missing in action during this whole process. Ah, but there's a catch. <laughs> Before criticism started blowing up around the world over Jasta. Republicans accused Obama of doing too much to kill the bill they are now worried about. And Cornyn was particularly angry about it. He said so in April on the Senate floor, just before the president went to meet with the Saudis. Unfortunately, the administration has worked to uncut progress of this legislation that returned, Cornyn said. It appears that the Obama administration is pulling out all the stops to keep this bill from moving forward before the president's visit to Riyadh. I wish the president and his aides would spend as much time and energy working with us in a bipartisan manner as they have working against us, trying to prevent victims of terrorism from receiving the justice they deserve. So to boil it down, the president said, don't do this. They did it. And now they're saying you should have told us not to do it. I, I open the floor for your comments. Oh
2: boy! Oh boy! You know, I'm I'm glad that I am of an age where I can really understand um, the political process and these things that happen. Better because I can now see how funny and hilarious some of this shit really is. <laughs> I was just like, because that's exactly what I thought. I was like, okay, so now you're mad because he vetoes. Really? That's what you all Okay, so because he didn't do what he was supposed to do and shut this down earlier, it's his fault. Okay. Don't do it. Don't right. do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. When he, when he warned you all not do it, you did it anyway, and you mad because he okay. All right, thank you. <laughs> that was that was the that was the chuckle I needed <laughs> to help me to help me understand that you know what you are doing the right thing and and learning and understanding politics. Thank you so very much for my for that validation because I see how don't stupid, do it because I see how stupid you all really are.
1: Don't do it, Miss Seeley. Don't do it. Don't you're do- Ill. Don't, do it. <laughs> don't,
2: don't trade, do it. Don't trade. Don't trade places <laughs> with me.
1: Don't do it. Don't do it, <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Honey. I'm just gonna. So, I'm gonna say it again. Dominion. Don't do it.
0: First of all, it is not the executive branch's job to educate the legislative branch on the consequences of the laws that they write. That's what the fucking people elected you for. To what? It, so, so that statement right, right there, <laughs> It's just an indictment of everything about Congress. He didn't tell us what kind of consequences. Are you not a grown man? Are you a child that you couldn't see the consequences of what it was? So it's somehow his fault that he didn't tell you. Don't put your hand on the stove, girl. Because you put your hand on the stove, you're gonna get burned. Don't do it. If you put your, don't do it. Don't put your hand on that stove. I told you don't put your hand on that stove. <laughs> then they put their hand on that stove. I told you not to tell me to put my hand on the stove.
1: No, 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 no. Why you I ain't tell me trust not? It. No, no, no. Why you ain't tell me not to touch the stove? <laughs> you ain't, te- you no, ain't no, tell. You ain't tell me thing. it
0: was. Da- Roll back the tape to April when I told you
1: not to put your hand on the stove. <laughs> but you ain't tell me it was going to burn me. You ain't tell me it was that hot. Oh uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Okay, this is, oh God. And the thing is, do you know how, we, those of us who are not congressmen, um, have been saying, this is a bad, don't do it because you are opening the door to the United States, you know. the, And not just, not just holding the court, but for years and years and, I mean, because this is a retroactive bill. Right. It has to be, it has to be a retroactive bill because it's, it's dealing with an event that happened in 2001. Can you imagine what, what what's going to happen if, Congress does not figure out a way to shut this bill down. Mm. Do you know how many landmines there are still in Southeast Asia? Mm. Right. You know, do you know how many innocent civilians are being killed in the Middle East daily because of an unjust war that we had no business being in in the first place? Oh, Mm. this could get ugly Mm. quickly.
2: Mm. I'm just saying. You know,
1: you, you, you drop, you know, the United States, and I love my country, but you can't drop a bomb on a hospital, say, oops, my bad, mm. and then not expect there to be some blowback. It, it, you know, that's happened in the past two weeks. You know, so, no, 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 it's, it's, mm-mm. this was, this was stupid is a stupid does. This is just, dumb. this was just dumb on so many levels. Yeah. Oh. God. All right. That was hilarious. Yeah. Well, How you gonna
0: just... Oh, man. Yes, yes.
1: Stupid.
0: On so All many All right, levels. so... Uh, well, that was a good little Hot Topics, so and now... 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 <laughs> it's time... Yay! For Hot Tea. And first up... <laughs> It is the return of Master Square <laughs> oh. Bravo! 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 Featuring an ongoing Twitter spat between one Donald Joseph Trump, I don't know if the J stands for Joseph
1: John, first. Donald John, Donald John
0: Donald John Trump and Ms. Elizabeth Senator Ms. Elizabeth Warner. Playing Donald Trump will be the noted thespian John Sebastian.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: And playing the Honorable Senator Elizabeth Warren will be Upstart ingenue Legionnaire Onyx.
2: Thank you. Thank you thank
0: you gentlemen thank you very much are thank you me. ready? yes the stage is yours
1: <sighs> did Crooked Hillary help dis- disgusting check out sex tape and pass Alicia and become a US citizen so she could use her in a debate wow Crooked Hillary was duped and used by my worst you. Hillary floated her as an angel without checking her past, which is terrible. Using Alicia M. in the debate as a paragon of virtue shows just how that crooked Hillary suffers from bad judgment. Hillary was set up by a con.
2: (sighs) Is this what keeps you up at night at Real Donald Trump? Thinking of new and interesting ways to call women fat or ugly or sluts? You never tweet at 3 a.m. with ways to help students getting crushed by debt or seniors struggling on Social Security at Real Donald Trump. You never tweet at 3 a.m. with ways to create new jobs for workers or hold Wall Street accountable at Real Donald Trump. Nope. At Real Donald Trump, the only thing that keeps your mind racing at night are your next sexist, racist tweets and disgusting lies. A thin-skinned bully who thinks humiliating women at 3 a.m. qualifies him to be president, does not understand America, and is not fit to lead.
0: Bravo! That was wonderful, gentlemen. Oh, Thank I, you. I, I can I say I love, I love so Elizabeth so Warren? So. <laughs> what?
2: Can I just say I love Elizabeth Warren?
0: Uh, right. Mm-hmm. And I think this will go down as one of the greatest performances by a thespian since <laughs> the scene where James died and uh, <laughs> Florida threw down the punch Bowl. And said those three famous words.
1: Damn, damn, damn.
0: damn,
1: damn.
0: damn. (laughs) (laughs) Ask me what she did. Because first she said, Damn, and threw the punch bowl down. And then she said, Damn, damn, damn. So, you know, for precision's sake, but we get the point. Yes. So, Elizabeth Warren, you know, is our spirit animal. Yes. Yes, yes. Love her to death. I gosh, she's like, fierce! It's, I just don't know what to say. It's just like, um, we live in a country now where, you know, one of the things that they were talking, uh, that the elite, cause I watched the post game show on MSNBC and they were talking about, you know, this whole, the concept 20 years ago, or even, um, as late as 2008, I believe the concept that you would interrupt your opponent during a debate Mm. was unheard of. And was considered more than poor form. It would be like people on both sides of the aisle would have been like clutching their pearls. (laughs) Right. You know. But then
1: then Sarah Palin appeared on the scene. Yeah. Mm. And Joe Wilson of South Carolina. The the whole... Uh, decorum in politics has become invisible if not non-existent uh, the, I, I, my mother was my mother worked for a news bureau well actually for two news bureaus for many years and the, the, what we witness today in politics would never have happened in the 30 years she spent on the hill it just never would have happened and I, I believe that she is probably turning over in her grave right now. Uh, well, maybe not over that, um, but it's just—it's it, just become a free for all. It's become a circus. It's become—it's become a sideshow. Mm. It has. Oh well, fuck them. <laughs> and and you know, but it's going to get worse before it gets better.
0: Well, in other news, there's a few necessary, unnecessary remakes on the horizon. Uh, uh, Net reports that Lee Daniels is trying to remake Paris Burning. So... Come oh, back. Uh, he says... uh. It's going to be very much like Paris is Burning. There's this show. He talks about the influences of the show and blah blah blah. So there's that remake. Then TVLine.com says that there's a Dynasty re- reboot in the make, featuring a Hispanic Crystal. The the new spin on the story transforms Crystal Jennings, a young his a young secretary. Marrying into the Carrington family, originally played by Linda, um, Evans. Linda Evans. Into a Hispanic woman named, woman named Crystal Jennings. So, uh, some of the original people involved in the story are going to be there, are going to be working on it. But, I usually save my thoughts for later, but, you know, sometimes I just can't help it. Can we just leave some things alone? First of all, actually, you know, this headline is a misnomer because he doesn't say that he's planning to remake Paris is Burning. He says this new story that he's going to do is a series called Star. The show's main characters will do whatever... Uh, they take they'll murder you they'll fuck you up they'll rob you the main character starring simona very very poor blah 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 it will be very much like paris is burning which influenced me growing up so this show is more based on you know sort of the characters and whatever from paris is burning you know so i guess i mean that's alright but this reboot any reboot, so let's put it this way: any reboot that does not star jo- Joan Collins is 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 a no-go in my in my. Opinion. Thank you. So,
1: with, if with this special
0: appearances. Now, if it's the if it's like a continuation, so now, because let me see, Blake Carrick, I mean John Carrick, John. John forsyth John forsyth is dead. So yes. now. Joan Crawford, Joan Crawford,
2: Joan Crawford, just
0: would be, you know, if she could be the matriarch of this family, and so now it's all of her grandchildren. So it's her her grandchildren versus the grand, the children and grandchildren of Crystal you know plus sammy joe and the gay son and all of them that would be interesting but if it's a reboot starring young people then i'm not interested because the best thing about dynasty was that everyone that was in that show except for sammy joe was already in their 40s almost
1: well yeah all the lead characters
0: yeah Yeah. Um, all of the lead characters and it was about grown-ass people Heber. who you know how they came by their money. There was right. no like, oh, you know how Blake Harrington got his money. He made it. He's a self-made man. You know how Alexis and Crystal got it. They fucked well.
1: <laughs> they fucked up. My mama my mama used to always say, if you're gonna fuck,
0: fuck up. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I'd be interested in that, but I'm not interested in um, a show about a group of vapid, pretty young people Right. Right.
2: And I was going to say that I wouldn't even I wouldn't even mind a continuation of that story. If like you said, if these were about, you know, grown adults moving through, you know, the changes in their world, um, you know, that come with time, because I think that's where the Dallas continuation, I think that's where that failed if it mm-hmm. was if, if those characters were actually older and more and more established and and and, and more seasoned individuals i think that that's a show that actually could have worked better i didn't think it was horrible but it certainly wasn't very good and i think the same thing would would be more interesting with dynasty but if, like you said if all they're going to do is you know take these same characters and stick different people in it then no Because because you also have to realize that Dynasty had a very specific place in TV history, and it was very much a product of its time. So you have that challenge to overcome because you can't, you know, in in whatever they do, they're not going to be able to have bitches walking around. You know, every woman can't be walking around in, you know, uh, an evening gown with fucking, you know, seven feet shoulder pads. It, it just can't happen because you're gonna have a joke you're not gonna have a serious show so i mean so but that's what that's that that was the charm of dynasty at that time so you know it's like okay what is the motivation around this again you know that's that's what i that's what i have to understand
1: the motivation around it is everything first of all there are no new ideas in hollywood
2: well, right. that's that's a tragedy in and of itself, yeah.
1: You know, second is everything old is new again. Um but it was funny because when they announced this um this possibility, my pastor was like, Oh my god, yes, and I was like, Oh my god, no. You can you know, he was like, I am so looking forward to so it's like, dude, just no. buy the old series on DVD.
0: Hello, exactly
1: because yeah. you I don't even gonna,
0: write like that anymore no No. no you all. can't
1: you can't write that kind of shade. no you can't you know you, you, I, you can't uh so just something should be left alone yeah i said this when dallas was rebooted i was like oh this is you know and they did this reboot and it couldn't last because a they made jr the central character and he died
2: mm-hmm. exactly right.
1: So, exactly. you know, um and I'm not that I'm wishing death on Joan Collins in any way shape or form, but she's in her 80s. Right. You know, and they can't afford her. and right. and and, I, and we were reminded she that the
0: should, CW it should be about her. She should be like an influence who is seen, you know, through, you know, portraits and shit, but mm-hmm. not Heard, and she should be like on the Christmas episode where she comes in when hoes can't get together, and you know all of the grandchildren are fighting. And she was like, "Look, all y'all gonna come in and gonna get this together." And then her sister has to come in, and they got to have some old epic, some old epic read. You know, Uh they can't. She can't get her other sister to come in because she's dead. Caress is dead. Yeah, your caress, caress but but Sable. Sable, they need to get Sable to come back and give some old <laughs> epic nasty read. And
1: Dominic and Dominic Devereux must be in this somewhere. Ooh,
0: <laughs> not not Billy Cox. <laughs> not Billy Cox. No, <laughs> no he is the read. The read would be now. Alexis needs something from Dominique and she shows up and she said, thank you for taking, for, 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 for seeing me. She's like, this isn't a social call. I social <laughs> call. <laughs> for you. Right. <laughs>
2: Right. Now see, that will be a read, but you know that they are not gonna be creative enough and creative enough to write that kind of stuff. I just I can't right. they could
0: they could they could borrow lines wholesale from the old show and rework it and the young kids would be like, Oh, this is cute, but the older kids would live. <laughs> yes.
1: Or or and Dominique would say, you know, oh you know, or Alexis would come in and say, Thank you so much for seeing me. And Dominique would say, "We've played this scene before. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't invite you. I sent for you. <laughs> this is a command performance. Do you remember that, Alexis? See so that,
0: that? Yes. Yes. Or she shows. Or Dominique shows up at a hotel and it was like we have a two-room suite as you requested <laughs> i know right that's <laughs> all that need be said, right
2: you know, we're gonna cut the all the old school, middle school,
0: middle school,
2: middle school. school of course they know
1: exactly what exactly. that's right we're gonna cut all the middle out of that right now your suite is ready Ms. as a matter of fact Ms. Denver, we got you a three bedroom suite just right. so that there was no mix-up you won't be reading me hell no but um yeah so that's the kind of thing for real we we need that's what we need we need that's what we need. Ugh, okay. So and,
2: but again like on some levels I mean everything doesn't have to be remade.
1: I completely agree.
2: It's just you know cuz now there's there's you know they're they're going to redo Lost in Space and it's like no the movie was bad enough. Now you're going to do a series. It's like, let it go. It had a special place in TV history. Let it lie. Let it lie. It's fine. Put it out on DVD. If people really want to see it, make it accessible.
1: It's Uh, it's okay. I promise it's okay. Wait a minute. Caress may not be dead. I'm sorry. I don't know. Caress is not... No, caress ain't dead. This could be interesting. Sorry, I just, you know, we started talking about Dynasty, I started looking up stuff. Uh, caress may not be dead. Okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. Okay, carry on. <laughs>
0: Okay, kids, it looks like we're running a little bit short of time this week because we had such a wonderful conversation about politics and, you know, imagining what a remake of the of Dynasty should look like. So, listeners, you can catch Reality when it streams on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific. Episodes are available to download Thursdays via poppychuloradio.com slash archives and iTunes. You can like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash PCRreality and follow us on Twitter at PCRreality. You can also follow Poppy Chulo Radio on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube by searching for at Papi Radio. You can also support reality financially as well as Poppy Chulo Radio by going to gofundme.com slash Poppy Chulo Radio. You can email us via reality at poppychuloradio.com with any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns. And if you are interested in joining the Poppy Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor, you can email us at talent at poppychuloradio.com. So, John Sebastian, why don't you tell the kids how they can get in contact with you?
1: On Facebook, you can reach me at unofficial colon John Sebastian and on Twitter at GSJ612.
0: How about you, Legionnaire?
2: All right. They can find me on the Book of Faces where I am known as Legionnaire Onyx. Uh, on the Twitter and Instagram, my handle is at Legion Onyx. And for the regular listeners of uh, Papi Chulo Widow Programming, they can find me on the S.H.I.E.L.D. Files recap show for the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And on Fear the Rambling Dead, uh, our recap show of Fear the Walking Dead. And soon to come, uh, we'll be um, catching back up uh, with our folks on the East Coast with when The Walking Dead returns in a
0: few weeks. Well, you can reach me on Twitter and Instagram at Dom Onyx and on Facebook for Facebook.com forward slash Dom Onyx. And my website is www.domonyx.com. All right, kids. That was a wonderful show. Yay! Yay! Yes. Yeah, I'm recovering from uh I've got a little spilkus in my genectic. <laughs> Okay, Rose. <laughs> but uh I'll be fine eventually, so you know. It was it's always good hanging out with my bristas, you know, what would I do? Yeah, yes. well, always, always fabulous. Yes. So as as we leave, listen tell the listeners good night. Good night, sweet blubbers. I was just say, darlings. Good night, everyone. We shall see you next week. Thanks for listening to Reality. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week.